Life Audio. Welcome to Crosswalk Talk. I am your host, Michael Faust. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I can't wait for you to hear from our guest. Please note that the interview in this episode was previously recorded. Check out our show notes for more information. If you want to see this interview on video, then check out Crosswalk's YouTube channel, which is linked in today's show notes. Nick, thanks so much for talking to me today. You know, one thing that impresses me is the chemistry on set, uh, just how you guys like to be around one another. You're laughing. How does that benefit the excellence of the show, the chemistry? I think it's, it's everything. When we're together, everybody is there to give their all is what it feels like. There's not, there's not one person on set, whether it's an actor or a grip or anyone else, we are surrounded by so much care and so much camaraderie that it just emanates. And that's what I believe allows for the spirit to flow through everyone and work through everyone to show what the audience ends up, ends up watching. Tell me about your character and and what you like about your character. (laughs) He's a, he's a, it's, it's been such an unexpectedly uh, fun, I'd say, one of my most favorite characters that I've been blessed to be able to play. I love the fact that he's he's tough, but he's gentle. He's strong, but he's very, very emotionally available. And he's also, it seems like he has a heart for everyone. He he's, His heart is open to everyone. But if need be, he can kind of step right in and be forceful in love and put people in their place in a loving way. So I just, <laughs> I love that about him. How has the series changed you personally? Well, there's it, it's a lot from booking the role to being influenced and affected by a lot of the behind-the-scenes people who are believers and being introduced to their friends and, and running in their circles and starting to seek out God through them. It's been a, a major change, and it all accumulated to last September where I was invited to a, a church conference where next thing I knew— bunch of people surrounded me like I was being ganged up on and laid their hands over me and started praying. And I was able to experience what it was like to experience the Holy Spirit going from outside to in. And it set my body into flames. It felt like my organs were all being burned away. And I was being vibrated and microwaved at the same time. That's the best way I can describe it. And eventually I was dunked in the middle of the ocean. Everything went silent. Then it felt like I was taken out. And next thing I knew, I literally felt like I was given a brand new body, brand new everything. And I will tell you, actually, I haven't, I haven't even said this yet in the other interviews. Maybe I forgot. But since that's happened, I don't have the sensation of hunger and I, I don't get thirsty. So now I got to go out of my way to remind myself to drink water and eat food. And I was, I was someone that would make six meals a day. I would lock myself at home, basically, so I could make sure I got my six meals in for the workouts. And it's like God came and went, no, you don't need all those six meals. And I literally, it's like my mind is blown by what's happened. So the show's been a blessing and I've loved acting in it, but it's definitely been a <laughs> a conduit that I, I I can't help but not talk about. You're, you're describing a conversion experience. That's what, that's what people are telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you would call yourself a Christian now. I, I, and I always was as a kid. My, my grandfather was a Greek priest. And he was the closest person I've ever met, actually, 
to come close to Jesus. He was all about Jesus. And he'd go door to door and pray for people, pray for the sick, even after church. That wasn't church was just like a fragment of what he did. He lived what Jesus was. And I, I do believe before he passed away, he I believe he left the Holy Spirit on me. It just wasn't in me until the one two punch happened where <laughs> Yeah. So some of the impulses you had previously are are gone, you're saying. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Oh, yeah. It's miraculous within seconds. You look a lot younger right now than you, than you do in the, in the, in the series. How, uh, what, what's involved in making you look a little bit older? It's the amazing hair and makeup team. <laughs> Season one, I actually went to the hair and makeup team and, and I asked them, I said, by the way, is it on the books or whatever that you guys are going to age me, right? They said, no, we didn't get any notes for that. And I said, oh, no, 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 no. I can't. I can't play their dad. I mean, I... Yeah, I'm about eight, nine years older than them, but I don't look old enough to be their dad unless I had them when I was like 12 or 13. And so I told them to to age me and they did a an amazing job. I mean, the way they 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 aged the skin with no prosthetics, it's all with the brush and, you know, with the with the beard. I mean, I have grays in my beard and some grays in my hair, but not to the extent of what they do. And they do a brilliant job of the way they shade the nose area and the age spots and a very, very talented hair and makeup team. It's an incredible transition. How does the set, the first century set that they've built here, how does that help you as an actor in terms of staying in character? You want to know something crazy? <laughs> I had dinner on my last night here after the conversion that you said it was a conversion with one of our lead construction guys, John Hart. And he told me about the process of building everything. And he said, do you know that we wrote scriptures in the walls of the homes? In the, in the biblical town. And I said, yeah, I, I heard about that. And he said, you know whose home it started in? And I said, no, whose? And he said, yours, Zebedee's. Wow, that's powerful. And then he said, because this, this conversion just happened. I'm like, what happened to me? What is this? I feel weird, but it feels good. And he said, we got together as a construction crew and we prayed for one of the actors to receive the Holy Spirit and would become the seed that would spread the gospel. And this was over dinner. They took me to dinner, him and Michael Singh, his construction partner, and we were sharing steaks. And uh, and I said, guys, what? I'm not Neo. This isn't the Matrix. I'm not the one. And uh, it's been one mind-blowing thing after the next with what's been happening in and outside of this show, that somebody that poked fun at people for being so into Jesus never thought 
would experience something like this. You're talking about you or your character? No, me. Me. Wow. You want to yeah. like, elaborate on that just for a moment here? Yeah, no. I mean, I always, I always believed in God and believed in Jesus, and there was faith. But there wasn't a knowingness. And there's a, there's a stark, stark contrast. And I was saying this in another interview where I don't need faith anymore because I jokingly say, like, I know the guy. Like, I met the guy. And just like, I don't need faith to know that you're sitting here in front of me. It's like, you're here. I don't need to believe in you. So it's been so, <laughs> it's been so unexpected, man. Yeah. Nick, thanks so much. Yeah. It was a pleasure, man. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. That's how we help more people just like you find the show. A big thanks to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. See you next time. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.